0: Either that'll have to start wearing sunglasses. <laughs> 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 and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Who's the who's the guy with the with the uh, <laughs> with the dark glasses? Is that yeah? That, that's interesting. That's on the whole time. No. Was well, it's that 4%. Oh, okay. Otherwise, I would tell you to tilt it up a little bit. Okay. Uh, you do have copies, I don't know if we're going to get to it tonight. We started the sugya of the medical attention to parents. I'm going to cut in with three fascinating Kiber HaVeim all found in Pasha Vayechi. And that's why I'm cutting in now, because it's Pasha Vayechi, and I don't want to come late next week and bring these out. It's, uh, each one is such a chiddush, it's hard to know whether we're learning it right. So we'll, we'll explain as we go along. We'll start with the smaller Chiddush. If you take a look, you know in front of you, but it's well known. Yesev comes in, brings his sons to Yaakov Inu to get a brocha He lines up Ephraim and Menashe. Menashe is definitely the Bachar. There's no Shaila here. It's not like with... Uh, Yesef and Yaakov, who bought it, who was out first, menashez the and he lines them up accordingly. Yaakovina, of course, starts crossing his hands. And Yesef, this is already a finish, is daring enough. He puts his hand forward and he starts telling his father as he's about to move him that, no, this is the, uh, I had him in the right order, you don't have to exert yourself and go like this. Okay, so we know already what it is that that's already it's mutter. Why? Because if somebody's about to do something wrong, you're not going to correct your father. And we'll go. We never really covered this topic yet fully. We're not going to do it now. But let's say says is the first part of of Aim and the most difficult, which is why I'm leaving it for later. You can't disagree with your father unless you ask for an opinion. That doesn't go over very well in today's democracy, as you can imagine. But it's a din, and the democracies come and go. And Teres Moshe stays the same. With that said, we use our power of mechila to try to look the other way, and, and you don't have to hear everything and see everything in life. And with today's feeling of I have rights and I have opinions, uh, you, have to, you have to give a little. You have to give everything. In learning, when you're learning with your son, your son will, if you invite him, which you certainly would like to, because it's a source of nachas, to actually challenge you in the... Discussion of the tesis and the Gemara and the Rishanim and Achrayanim, and you, you want to see how he's doing. You want to hear from him. That's that's nachas. With that said, uh, you have to make sure that it's being done in the proper way. And the fathers a Chavusa, but not exactly the same as the Chavusa and yeshiva, because if you're a member of yeshiva, sometimes the Kharusa started getting shtenders thrown at him and uh, called all sorts of names. And uh, which I'm not saying is uh, is the right way to go necessarily, but. Um, you know, that's more common with friends. You got to be more careful with parents. And if that starts getting out of hand, you say, I appreciate your it's for learning, but um, to tell your father that's the most ridiculously insane shot in i ever heard would be a little bit out of line. Aria did not do that. that. Don't worry about them. I'm not, uh, I'm not referring to anything in particular. So, the one it's an achas, so at least he has an opinion of tices, but it has to be within reason. If something is being done wrong, and it's happening as you're standing there and you have to say something, then you have to say something in the most respectful way possible. That's what's going out over here. Yesef, brachas here are very powerful. As a matter of fact, all these parashas are all about the brachas. Yesef knew how powerful they were. Yaakov knew how powerful they were. Yesef knows how powerful they are. And you almost can't undo it. That's why when Yesef came, he said said, ah, it's not fair, I want to do it. And Yaakov said, I gave, it the, uh, I gave it all away. Well, what do you want me to do? Done. So Yosef has to do something fast if he's right. So he says something on the spot. He says, "Not tall; it's, it's the other, it's the other way around." And then Yaakov Avinu you know, gives his famous answer, which has to be repeated often. You got to know again. You got to know your kids. And you got to know where you can get away with this. But "Yadati beni Yadati," that means I know, and I know what you know, and I know what you don't know. I know, and you know everything's under control. So, Yasef is not faulted for trying because if something's being done incorrectly, it's a problem of Yalacha and almost, and you don't want the one person to get the bracha. And Yaakovina was, uh, was, in the physical sense, not seeing very well, and Yasef thought there was an issue. And Yaakovina said, Yetati bin and Yasef stepped back as difficult as it was, which also was inspiring for the Kibbutz of En Sugya. had a very strong opinion on the matter, that's why he spoke up. And afterwards, I'm not sure he fully understood. I'm going to explain right now what I think the Havmin and the maskana is. But the fact that he did understand, didn't understand, process it, didn't process it, his father told him, yedati, yedati, you step back. The only, your obligation is to bring it up. If he says, no, it's not what it looks like and this is mutter over here or this is a mitzvah, then you step back. What was the Havmin and what was the maskana So some of Arshim suggests, and this is extremely an idea, something we did cover already, and that is that we know that Talmud Torah is in certain circumstances. If you're home and it's just uh, take out the garbage or please clean the car, something temporary and relatively quick, you have to close the Gemara and you have to do it. If it's or if she asked you, it's not your business to say, my sister's not learning anyway or my brother's not learning anyway. You get it done. If you want to leave and go out of town and you're out of reach and you end up doing a lot let's keep it afem, like Yaakov you know, did in Shiva Shevashem behavior for a long time, then that's the Makara that the Talmud Torah is the Echakibravain. They don't bring this Makarah fairish, but I think it's a fascinating shot and it's an insight into what the Havimin and Mazkand is. Yasef knew that Ephraim was the Masmid Otsum who was learning by his Haliga grandfather for 17 years? Of course he knew. How did he not know? And did he also know that Manasha, very, very from, fine, upstanding, Son was in government with Yosef as his interpreter and his right hand man and his Gabai and his administrator and his helper, and was Gabaldic and was doing basically what all day? Keep it up, hey! Let's assume he knew both of those facts. This is already interesting. So, this is not just he made a mistake. I didn't make a mistake. This is a machaikis or havamina by Yosef. Why should Menashe? In says view, why should Manasha lose the Bechairah? He was doing Kibit Aveim. It wasn't like you had one, okay, he's the, he's the, he's the Rosh Shiva, and he was learning with you the whole time, and he's Yechavuz, and he is the Masairah, and Manasha is a very fine person, but he was, he was with me, he was doing Kibit Aveim the whole time, and very good at it also. We see when they arrested Shimon, Shimon started acting up, and Manasha gave him one karate job, and, and Shimon remarked, according to one medrash, so that, that that was the force of a blow of a descendant of Yagavivin. That was the first hint. Uh, so he was doing his job well. So Yesus said, Okay, so maybe it's not Ephraim, but he shouldn't lose the position because of that. And the Chiddush of Yaakovina was, No, Tamatarius, Dech, keep it the end. And Ephraim still gets the first position. The Kiddush. That's, what's, that's the what's going on over here. So that's Chiddush number one. That doesn't mean... That you have children you're dealing with, you gotta make sure on the one hand to if it's yours to give out, we're not Yakovina so we don't always give out jobs in life to our children, but to the extent that you're helping them get set up, you have to know Kanachanabidaga, you have to know what to cut out for, and you gotta know where to put who and what circumstance. And you can't necessarily be somebody's gonna feel bad, give the wrong position to the wrong people. But you also can't accentuate it more than necessary. And is not trying to do that. It's just that now's Now's the time. I'm giving the brachas. <laughs> what do we do? It's, it's either or. I can't, uh, you can't sugarcoat this. And it wasn't a punishment. And, and Menashe, and he, and he said, Menashe is going to be a, a godloser and he's going to have tremendous nachas and it was all true. But the mice, uh, Ephraim got it. That's uh, Yosai number one. Yosai number two, it goes in ascending order of Chidushim. So I'm going to go in order of the Pesukim here. Uh, yeah, that, that's the case. it's like a, even as to the kasha on but here, here you have uh... No, so so we we address it is a card we, we addressed it though because then the it Pshat, shot that Yaskalino knew almost hundred percent who Esav was and wasn't. Rifkimana knew a little bit more because she was privy to the Navour that they can't coexist, one's going to be up, one's going to be down. Yitzhak didn't know that because she wasn't allowed to tell him. That was part of the whole Nisayan and the whole setup to trigger Esau, and and a lot of other deep things that have gone on for the last 2,000 years or so. So Yitzhak was missing quite some information from this much information and it's this much information. And his idea was, Esau is not the, not the learner and he's kind of like, you know, all over the place and fine, let him, I'll give him just one brach of Gashmi, it's not the he's it's the brach of the end of the Pasha. It's all about money, 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 and money. The whole bracha. I'll give him that, then he'll have so many trillions, so he'll give him one foreign aid building, and, and a piece of the action, Yitzhak Hesvon. That was a very good Havamina. It worked in the time of Antinus and Rebbe, it's working a little bit in the time of America, and, and, and the Eden today, Masa it'll work even better. It was a very good Havamina. But the only reason Rivkin may not have to step in is because he said, he's so bad, he's not going to share that ninety-nine percent of the time. That was the machlis over there. That was the character. Yitzchak was trying to divvy up the jobs according to their, their Teva. That's exactly what he was trying to do. That's number one. Number two, there is a uh, discussion. This is, uh, this is complicated, and all this is Nagaya, to keep it of aim. Uh, why didn't Yosef continue to have the a car around his table and invite them for dinner? So we began discussing this at Shalashutis, right? Right? So, uh, what you started mentioning afterwards is the uh, beginning of it. The Pasik says that they got very nervous after Yaakovina died. And they came, they threw themselves at his feet, they said, Well, Yavodem, reiterated again, I'm not uh, taking revenge, and, and everything's fine. Even they wasn't officially, explicitly Mechodem, which Ramosh always used to mention, that you got to say, Beferesh Mechod, Yeshiv didn't know that, but he really was Mechodem. They were nervous about two things. One is that he stopped inviting them all of a sudden. Abruptly, they stopped coming for dinner. And the has to get out of an invitation. And the second one, which I mentioned this morning, is that when he went on the way to the at the Masach Pedla, he stopped by the bar. And he started looking down and staring and staring and staring. And they got very nervous because they thought he was thinking about the time they sold him, which he was. We were trying to make the Baruch HaMasalinez and which we discussed. There were snakes in there. So they're nervous about two things. Same thing. Yacobin is not here anymore. And maybe we're in big trouble. So, if you look at Rashi, this is Maybe he's going to pay us back. Rashi says they saw that things changed. Who was invited covered up. That's a fascinating line. covered up. it. sounds like he would not have invited them, but while Yahweh was alive, he did. So what's dropping that? So I think, based on what we discussed, what you were suggesting politically, it wasn't so punch. You can't just invite the family every single night to the White House. It just looks modern. I can't I thought it was you started, started suggesting. You can't just... That would have been a normal operation. But Yaakovin was alive. Yaakovina was so m'chubr, he was so idolized, I use that word because Yaakovina was afraid of that after his Misa, by Egyptian society that he had an open ticket, an open invitation, and mehla, that everybody else can be invited. Yaakovin is not here anymore and Mamela he couldn't really do it because politically it looked very strange. He's running the whole country. He's, he's dining and whining, uh, whining and dining with his, uh, with his uh, brothers all the time. Looks mud so Rashi first points out how hey, you feel covered over, They wouldn't have been invited so much in the first place had it not been for Yaakovino. Now it's stopped. Question is what's the downside? That's raises in in shows. Why not invite them? Why not invite them? If they're just gonna get nervous. He he certainly would know that. Why why not invite them? So I'm suggesting based on what you started saying, I'm just uh, building on it, that uh he really couldn't and it looked strange and he's running a country, so he couldn't just keep inviting them, the other dignitaries, and he's got a very busy schedule. The Sissacham brings down from the Medrash, which he quotes over here. I'll read the and I'll get to you in one minute. It's very uncomfortable. Yes, was didn't know what to do. He says, When my father was here, he sat me ahead of and we've been there, done that like, he wasn't looking to start up he had a chalim, he fulfilled it already he's not interested in taking over and in front of Uven is a bachar at least he was till the final bruchus, and sort of uh, lost a lot of it but yes it felt bad Yaakovina said, you're the viceroy you sit there and it's ahead of them it's fine, I'm assuming Yaakovina was at the head of the table maybe not, maybe Yaakov said, you're viceroy, you sit there doesn't comment and then, after Yaakovina died, he went back to his original struggle, and that is, well, how do, I, how do I sit in front of Yehuda and move in? So the Medrash says that's why he stopped inviting them, which is fascinating. Why do I find it fascinating that the Hilchus Kibbutz of point of view is that we have a klal mechabdol mechayim mechabdol achamaysoy. We didn't yet go into achamaysoy because we have Baruch young eilim over here, but we're going to touch upon it. Um... Coming months, but that's a very important part to keep it of aim. And as a matter of fact, many people, unfortunately, wake up when it comes to leilenu kaddish and zechunishma. that which is nice but that it's on a lower level than mechav de but it's still there. So, if Yaakovinu felt that this should be the order, and he was clearly told that mechayim, so then why? What's trapped in the measures? Why would Yosef now be more concerned about it? If this is what Yaakovinu wanted, mechayim. So, mechav Part of the key, but it's to continue what he wanted. He was concerned there to react. But the concern, their reaction was worse when he stopped inviting them abruptly, completely. They just didn't show up anymore because they couldn't come. That had a much, much more seriously adverse reaction. And I'll point out, do what the parents clearly indicated, and continue to do it. The parents want the children to get along. They gave them instructions already. Medrash is being mechadish. a very interesting thing. Despite mechadilach ha'maysoi, Yisav had the right to say, I didn't feel good about this in the first place. My father told me, I'm going to do it. But afterwards, I can't sit in front of you. And he meant, well, it'll I don't want to sit in front of you." That's a very fascinating idea. But He, he asked shayla before. But then, yes. Like, what? like the Baruch said, the Baruch said, Yaakov gave, indicated to Yehudah's, so, again, it, 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 it's interesting. Ruven was less in the mix. And, yeah, Yehuda, Yehuda was, was more yeah. in the mix. But the question is, is that something they didn't know? I, I think it's, it was very painfully clear to Yisif that everybody assumed that Yehuda was going the king because that's why they tried to kill him. That wasn't like a hidden fact that, oh, Yehuda, that's interesting. <laughs> that, that's why they called him a raid to try to get rid of him in the first place. It depends which malchus. He was viceroy over over the Egyptian Empire. Okay, that, what does that have to do with Kleis? well? Not much. It's good to feed people during a famine. Keep him up when he's covered a piece of king at the place. Yeah, but Yaakovino also knew that, and they, he had that shaila. And he said, uh, Tati, what do we do when he was alive? Oh, you're calling him at the meal. I have no problem politically inviting you. You're considered the holy man of the empire. You're always invited here, and then Mameli you bring the kid. Yaakovino told him what to do. Means do what you know he wanted So yeah. This 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 is assuming that Yaakov and and, and Yosef were in close proximity to each other. I'm gonna to get to that. That's the third. I'm going in ascending The Third one is gonna be the most difficult to vinyasha. But but right now, um, I mean Rashi seems to be going with that, because he put Rashi. This chum brings down this measures. Um and he seems to be assuming that uh, they were dining together. I'm saying politically that would answer how he's able to invite them, and I understand why he stopped, but that's not what the major said. The Medjur says he stopped because I'm not going to sit in front of Uvah and Yudah. I understand the but Lomaisa, his father, said he should. So, so I, I, just something to think about. I didn't, uh, I'm sure there are a lot of ways to tackle it, but you have to be miyashiv. Things don't usually change when it's Ahamaisa, if you know that was his some... In his lifetime, and he was changing. Yosef understood, and we know he's right. Question is, why? What did he understand changed? If you say he can't fight them at all, because politically it's not the politically correct thing to do, okay, but that's not exactly what the measure says. So that's uh, that's kiddush number two. Uh, kiddush number three, which you started alluding to, is the most mysterious thing in the whole parash Vayechi, and that is, uh, did Yaakovinu ever find out that they sold him? Most people ask that question, have you ever thought about it before? They say, "Uh, how can you not find out? Rashi certainly insinuates that. Taref Bani Elisa, when he gave the brach Yuda, he was saying, it's good that you didn't kill him and you held yourself back at last. Assuming that that's what happened. It's hard to know for sure because it was, the brach was said, it might have been a reference, but it sounds like Rashi holds like that and they clearly other him that say he never found out. How can he not find out? So one avenue is that... He asked, and Yisif said, I finally figured out what the misunderstanding was. I was kidnapped by some Arab Bedouins, a very believable story, unfortunately, Leilenu. I was kidnapped, and there was a bloody uh, uh, fist fight when I was trying to get away from them, and they caught me, and my tunic fell off, and it was all bloody. They found it later. I was sold down to Mitzrayim, and they found it, and their conjecture your conjecture was I was killed, and that's the story. Not bad for an alibi. That's what they assumed. Anyway, they didn't come to Yaakov and said he was killed. They, they, they said, well, what do you think happened? And they assumed he'd come to the same conclusion at the Rav yes, Okay, that's, that's a possibility in the story. The other possibility is, and this is what you were referring to, and here's the biggest chiddish of them all, which I don't have a handle on, that Yasef was very, very afraid of incriminating his brothers and talking about, about them. So we know that Yaakov and Yasef met twice. When he came down, and he saw Yosef and he said Shema, and he turned all his Ava to a Baruch Baruchu. And Parish of when he calls him in, he's about to die, and he says, Please, I want you to make a Shua. Please bring me to Marzalan Taylor. What happened in between wouldn't be Shver. The Pasik doesn't give you a day by day account of what uh, these are the highlights. Uh, everybody else had lived hundreds of years. We just have a few, a few uh, subsets of the story of what's important with Deri Deris. Some suggest that, no. Yosef saw him when he came, and he studiously avoided him. Why did he do that? Because he was afraid that if they would be alone, uh, the topic of conversation, not that there was much schmoozing, or any schmoozing, but this is not Bithl Torah. something like, uh, so Yosef, um, how would you get here? What what, uh, what happened? That, that, that's That's it's pretty important like what, what happened meaning he was I think according to all accounts he was cheshesh the brothers might have had something to do with it because he knew there was tension. so it's important to find out why it's important because if you're giving brachas and vayachid you notice like the first few brachas are and musa so he had to, like if somebody's responsible for this we have to know that's not schmoozing so Yosef was very afraid of that and he never stayed around too long or never came The reason I find that to be a chidish nifle even as an option is because I can't imagine anything more painful. Yaakovin is an Avelis for decades because he's away from his son. He finally comes down to Mitzrayim. And this must be the 17 golden years, which Chazal described it as such. And every time he called his son to see him, he said, I I love to come. You know, the affairs of the state are very busy. Very busy for 17 years. or Yaakov didn't ask after three to four times? I don't don't, don't know logistically what happened over here, but that must have been very painful. And didn't he just say he came to eat every day? That's what he was asking. So this Rashi is not going with that. This Medrash is not going with that, but there is such a... So you have to address this question. If he didn't know, how could he not know? The only thing I could not know, nobody talked about it. So either... So if you say Yaakov didn't talk about it, he's afraid to hear the answer, that means he knew the answer. So that's not a -A 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 malach either. Maybe they want to know so, then I knew the answer then. So then, then we don't have two then we don't have Machikis and Mishainim here. And that's why, you know, if that's so, but, but it seems to be there is and Shahami that we did or we didn't. I am already trying to bridge the gap that he's certainly at a half a meter. Question is how close are we bridging the two Shittas? Isn't there a service of maram Utenberg and Yes, so very good. So my last my last step in this is I, I told you I, I'm working my way up because I don't really understand how this how this is even a possibility to be suggested by anybody. And this maram Ruttenberg, which we never saw and saw yet. I, it's the only, uh, not that we understand everything so well, it's the only quote from Rishon of the I have no uh, way to figure out. I don't have an answer. And that is the Maharami Rittenberg. We'll just say it outside now, but we're we'll going to see it inside. Maharami Rittenberg, the, the Rush quotes this, laha I don't think it's to like anybody, but it's nagait like The Maharami Rittenberg was the Rush's Rebbe. And the Maharami Rittenberg is quoted to have not said, but acted. He said, Miyayim. Shalal Lagdullah, This is the Rosh's primary Talmud. He was the one after they kidnapped the Mamreim, but he thought he'd be next. He ran to Spain, ran to Barcelona. So the Rosh and the Mamreim were very close, and he said, "My Rebbe, the yam Shalal He never saw his father because he had a built-in problem similar to this story, which is why you brought it up. He said he didn't want his father to come to see him. But he was ascend to fetch his father and tell him to come of the chutzpah. And for some reason, which if uh, I should get the historians on the case, for some reason, uh, he felt that as the Gadol Adar, he couldn't go see his father. Now, those words don't make much sense to anybody, including myself, yet, because what do you mean, as the Gadol Adar showed show the entire generation it's not beneath the dignity of God Gadol to go see his father. So, yesh and Rambegoy, there must have been something going on over there that there was, some of the mix was, a is covered The way it's quoted and when we get to it, you remind me before June. I, I want to show it to you inside because the way it sounds from the words, you read the words straight, if you have any caches, is that he, he never saw him again. I wanted to say, I still want to say, it just doesn't fit into the words that well. That doesn't mean he never saw him. It means publicly he never went to see him, but of course at 2 in the morning he, 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 he went through the tunnel, he went to see him. Can you imagine how painful? Father is Nachas, his son was Alul gedula, and he never saw him again. So I've uh, discussed this with uh, many people. They, they said, no, the, the, his father was the Adam, army Rittenberg. That was his as biggest as nachas. This got lost in the shuffle. Okay, his father's probably very great, maybe. Could have been a short period of time. I don't know what, I don't even know what the word "miyamshal shaladadadalos, I mean, they didn't have elections for Gadoladar in Europe and they still don't have it now, Baruch Hashem, and uh, I don't know what it means, but uh, I guess maybe when it became the yeshiva of that, uh, the century of yeshiva, I don't know. I don't know how much time it was, but I, I don't, we, there's so many things were lost in the here, other years because if everything was okay, there's no reason for him not to go see his father. That just shows somebody doing Kibit Havain. It's so, Alamide. There was some reason why it would, end up, it would be a priest of COVID. Okay? That's a circumstantial. I'm not going to comment on that. But I'd like to say that he saw him, just not publicly. and Maybe that's the in the rush. just doesn't fit into the words that well. But that's why you thought of it, you know, in this uh, circumstance. Was he was trying 600. to protect... What? 600 miles away and it would have taken him three months and he didn't want to close his issue. But the rush brings it down. You should know, there was a famous maissa, I've just got one minute there' there's a famous maissa, Lachsam Sefer. His mother asked him to come see her. It'd been, it had been many, many years. She lived in Frankfurt. He was in Pressburg. They didn't have the Concord yet. And he had a shayla, it's B'tol the Rabin. Sam Sefer was running the huge yeshiva and, he was at, and travel was very hard and he would learn on the way, but it's B'tol the Rabin. He convened a based in Pressburg can you imagine? Wish Diana didn't want to be on that bastin? <laughs> Everybody's afraid to go. He can be the basin to go ask a Shaila whether she should go see his mother. He'll it up there. It's very serious. He can meet the whole basin for this. I know this because the uh, the Ab of Patna is a family member. As a matter of fact, uh, a bar mitzvah I was at uh, last night, uh, one of his uncles reminded me that somebody in the family is named after him. We know who it is. Pretty scary. Uh, he Paskins he shouldn't go. And he wrote his mother a beautiful letter. And his mother accepted. She, her son's She understood uh, what's going on over here. And um, before this part goes viral and everybody starts screaming and yelling, L'Hassam um, loved his mother. She loved him. And she understood that it's the biggest chus for her to have not uh, on her place this share being canceled in Pressburg for three months as he travels back and forth, whatever it took. And she was macabre. A lot of this is circumstantial, but it's interesting you mentioned that part that happened with the Hussam Sefer. So what I'm saying now, a clue with this will continue tomorrow night, is that we have a tremendous kiddish over here that if this is a possibility to avoid Losh and Her, which is not, which is very literalist, and it's not his fault, he was the victim, he, there's a possibility he basically didn't go see his father for 70 years. You do have to do that for Losh and Her, especially if it's literalist. So I don't know why that would be a possibility. Those are the three, uh, him, a possible Tadushim, and the Parshim, Mitzvah Shem, will continue.